Alex It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up. She's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes. Hello everybody and welcome back to Off the Podium, an Olympics podcast, podcast, I did it again, I said podcast, it's meant to be podcast, but uh, we are back for the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympic Games. Day 8 is behind us, Saturday, uh, Super Saturday as some people have called it, and another eventful day, plenty going on, there's still stuff going on, at least at the time of recording this, but we're going to recap what we know, what we've seen, and uh, some of the stuff that we haven't seen because we watched Channel 7 today. Uh, my name is Ben, and it's a pleasure to welcome back the greatest athlete to ever come from Emu Plains, it is Mr. Jared Lubig. Jared, welcome back to Off the Podium. It's great to be back at the halfway stage. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, continuing into the second week. It's sad to think that we're at the halfway point. Um, it's gone by so quickly. Uh, and again, you know, all we've seen are just replays of the same events all week. And uh, you'd still think that there's so many things that we're missing because that's what it feels like. But uh, so far, at least at the time of recording this, uh, no medals for Australia, no medals for Canada, which is obviously a little bit disappointing. But I think the big news for us, uh, literally just about, what, 15, 20 minutes ago at the time of recording this, uh, I know I was pumped up and excited. David Morris, our man, special guest on this show last year. I've interviewed him previously before that, back on the brink. He's the nicest man you will ever meet and talk to and just, just the most awesomest Australian since Hugh Jackman. I'm calling it right now. Uh, he is through to the final of the men's aerials. Uh, just, just what an event. What an outstanding performance. David Morris, make him carry the flag again in the closing ceremony. Just make him carry it all the time. Make him carry him everything in the world because he is just the greatest human being ever to live since ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, did it the hard way, but, um, I mean, that's the Australian way to do it, isn't it? Leaving it till the last second. So, so, so much so. And, um, just, you know, got us a little bit nervous there for a while, but, um, you know, good for him. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a fascinating sport. And really, like, compared to the women's aerials, like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the women's, but the, the, the level of, uh, skill that these men can do. And it's kind of one of these sports where, I don't really see where this skill comes from because they're both dropping from about the same height. It's not like they have to ski faster or they have to do anything separately. So for the fact that the men, uh, you know, pretty much a score of 112, which was uh, David Morris's first jump, to be too low, uh, it's incredible. I mean, these these athletes are just beyond beyond belief sometimes of what the stuff they can do there. Yeah, exactly. Especially the fact that these are just like they're qualifying jumps, and it's kind of. In my head watching it, it's like, how can they even get, like, another twist in it? Like, how do they up it from this? Because 
it does seem to be right on the edge. I think they got a little bit luckier with the conditions tonight, but still, it's just, I mean, I mean it's insane to watch. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely insane. Uh, you know, to put it into context, uh, last night, <clears throat> excuse me, in the women's aerial, the gold uh, winning jump, uh, Hannah Huskova, uh, was a 96.14. That won her the gold medal in basically an event where everybody uh, was crashing left, right, and centre. And then uh, we look, obviously, when it comes to the uh, men's aerials tonight, uh, that score uh, would have been good for about uh, 15th place. So um, it's crazy to think that, and that, you know, nowhere near qualifying for the actual finals. So, um, yeah, absolutely insane skill. And uh, David Morris, the first jump, he was uh, 15, 112.83 was his score. Second jump, he got 124.89. He qualified second in the second qualifying phase. Uh, so he's through there. Sadly, uh, for Canada, actually, no, not sadly, for Canada, they do have one jumper in the final, sorry. Uh, Olivier Rochon, uh, Rashon, Rashoon, uh, he got uh, six in that first jump. So there will be a Canadian jumping in that one. Uh, other Canadians that were there, uh, Lewis Irving, uh, did not make it through. And, and sad news for Lloyd Wallace, the British Eddie the Eagle 2.0, uh, didn't quite make it through. But boy, oh boy, was he not excitable. I mean, he got 100.03. They said it was the highest place he's ever finished in international competition. You think the guy won a gold medal with every single one of his jumps? He was, he was going off. Yeah, it did look like it. I think... Um Part of the strategy of selling it to the judges um, didn't quite work out for him, but um, yeah, great to get a PB uh, in the Olympics. Yeah, I expect to see uh, Eddie the Eagle 2 being made uh, in about uh, 20 years' time about him uh, based on that uh, performance. Now, just a few moments ago, can I just say this? With some breaking news here, uh, Jared Lubick, I did say that Canada had not won a single medal uh, on day uh, eight. But uh, absolute breaking news, this has just happened as we've gone to air. Not only have Canada won one medal, they've won two medals. Not only have they won two medals, they won a bronze and they've won a gold. Uh, this is just coming through in the uh, short track speed skating. The ladies, 1,500 metres, Kim Booten, uh, Boutine, uh, whatever you want to call her, She's taken the bronze in the 1500 meters behind China's uh, Junyi Li. And uh, good news for Korea, uh, the fact that uh, Choi Min Jong uh, took gold there. So Korea's third gold of their uh, home Olympics. And in the men's 1000 meters, the Stephen Bradbury Memorial, uh, Samuel Gerard has joined Stephen Bradbury as the only non-born Korean ever to have won this event. Thanks, Basil Zemplis or whoever. No, it wasn't Basil Zemplis. It was the other guy. The guy actually knows what he's talking about half the time who told me that. Uh, Samuel Gerard, gold for Canada. Uh, he'd beat the American John Henry Kruger and uh, bronze went to Seo Yira of Korea. So uh, great news here for Canada, Jared. I mean, you know, we don't have Mallory O'Collen here yet again. I don't know what they're doing over there in Canada or in Adelaide at least, but, um, you know, we can celebrate for them. I mean, this is, this is gold for Australia Junior, isn't it? Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, if a medal's not going to us, as long as it goes to the Canadians, it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, as long as it's not the French. Uh, or the Germans struggling again uh, on day eight, so uh, not quite getting up there for them at the moment. So uh, we'll just go over the other medal results today uh, that have already come through. The women's skeleton and the men's large hill ski jumping will be decided at some point, hopefully while we're on air, so we'll be able to tell you those. If not, uh, no doubt, uh, check them out online uh, because we probably will forget to update you again tomorrow. Uh, women's Super G, what an event this was. Now, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Esther Ledecker uh, shortly, uh, Czech Republic gold medal by 0.01 of a second. She's a snowboarder. 
who was uh, a former world champion in snowboarding, come across to uh, alpine skiing and took the gold against the uh, reigning world, uh, the reigning Olympic champion Austria's Anna Vith, uh, who took the silver. And it gets even better because in bronze, Tina Weratha of the great nation of Liechtenstein, their first Winter Olympic medal in 30 years. Uh, absolutely incredible, the uh, women's Super G. And did the commentators not go off? They were absolutely going crazy. And just to put it into context for, for Liechtenstein, they have never won a medal at the Summer Games, ever. In the history of their Olympics, their medals have only ever come in the Winter Olympics. This is actually their 10th medal in total uh, when it comes to the Winter Olympics. All of them have been won in the sport of alpine skiing. And um, you do have to go back to Calgary in 1988 uh, when they did pick up their last medal. That was the great Paul Frommelt in the men's slalom. Uh, did, you, did you catch any of this, at least any of the highlights at all? Because this really was the highlight of the day, I think. I did see bits and pieces kind of all over the shop. Um, I mean, yesterday it was Spain kind of breaking this long drought, and today it's Liechtenstein. Um, as the Australian commentators would like you to know, you can drive through it and not even notice. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, great for these countries to break, in, to break these really long droughts uh, in between winning medals. It's it's so crazy just looking at this. Um, she's uh, the winner of the of the gold there, Esther Ledecker. She won uh, two gold and a silver in world championship in parallel slalom in snowboarding. Even as soon as last year, a gold in the parallel giant slalom world cup at Sierra Nevada. Uh, absolutely incredible that she did this only a year ago, uh, and yet here she is um, in alpine skiing. <laughs> Uh, basically just come across and, uh, boom, she's, uh, taken a gold medal at the Olympics. So, um, absolutely insane. And, uh, the, the news is too that she's actually still competing in snowboarding at these Olympics. She's the first ever athlete to ever do this. She's still going to be competing in the parallel giant slalom. She could be the first athlete to, I mean, I would say this maybe in summer and winter. I don't know. We'd have to fact check this. This would have surely have to be the first time an athlete has ever won two medals, if she does, in two different sports at the same Olympics. Has it ever been done before? Yeah, I, I, well, I wouldn't know, but, it, I mean, it seems ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, that'd be like a same bolt running the 100 metres and jumping in the pool and beating Michael Phelps. Like, I mean, it's just... I mean, similar, obviously, <laughs> sports, these ones, you know, snowboarding and skiing, they just kind of change what's on their feet. But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Estelle Ledeck. And I'm telling you right now, she's my athlete of the day. I'm going to jump ahead right now because um, just an insane. And just the reactions as well. Like, go and watch the reaction of this event. She's just deadpanned. And the cameraman actually literally is, like, coming up to her right in the face. She's just not even reacting. The cameraman's like, you won, you won. And she's like, I don't know. No, I did. <laughs> like, she just could not believe it. And I think then... Uh, um, actually, uh, Tom, you know, Tom Williams, great, you know, journalist and steamed Australian, uh, actually, uh, interviewed her afterwards, and apparently Lindsay Vaughn was caught, uh, walking past saying, I can't believe I got beaten by a frickin' snowboarder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Vaughn finished fifth, incidentally, for those wondering. Um, so, I mean, this is just absolutely incredible. Uh, maybe the star of the games already, just, uh, you know, I'm jumping on the Channel 7 page here of overselling stuff, but, um, absolutely, uh, crazy. Um, and just on Lindsay Vaughn, um, I'm looking at her tweets here 
Frustrating to be so close to the podium and have made such a big mistake, but that's ski racing. I'm proud of the way I skied and how I attacked the course. I gave it my all and came out short. That's life. Now it's on to the downhill. Um, and somebody has, uh, tweeted at Lindsay Vaughn, Julie Foudy, uh, who I have no idea what she is. She's some athlete or something. She said, I just spent the last 20 minutes reading through tweets directed at Lindsay Vaughn, sickened and disgusted once again by the lack of humanity that engulfs our country. She just raced her damn heart out and Trump supporters gloat, cheers, celebrate her inability to meddle. Is this what we've become? And then some Lindsay Vaughn has replied to this and said, It's okay, Julie. Not everyone has to like me, but my family loves me and I sleep well at night. I work hard and try to be the best person I can be. If they don't like me, their loss, I guess, dot, dot, dot. Thank you for the support. <laughs> wow. Oh, good on you, Lindsay Vaughn, providing some entertainment. You got beaten by a frickin' snowboarder, as you said. Um, now, other mental events, the biathlon... Uh, the women's mass start, Slovakia's Anastasia Kuzmina, uh, she took the gold in that one head of Belarus's Daria Domracheva, Domracheva, uh, good day for, uh, Belarus in the last 24 hours, gold and silver, and, uh, Norway's Turil Ekhoff took the bronze. Uh, I'll go over some of the Australian results a second, because I know obviously I, uh, avoided Greta Small there and some of the other Canadian, uh, stuff going on with those events. Cross-country skiing, it was a women's four by five kilometre relay. Norway took the gold ahead of Sweden, uh, followed by the Olympic athletes from Russia in bronze. The figure skating, the men's singles went out today. Yuzura Hanyu took the gold for Japan ahead of his teammate Shoma Unu for Japan. And you mentioned Spain before, Jared, after a drought of 26 years of not winning a medal, they've gotten their second one already. Javier Fernandez, the most Spanish person you will ever hear, as we met over yesterday, took bronze for Spain. So congratulations for Spain. They've uh, gotten two bronze medals, and I'm sure they're going off over there in Spain right now. Uh, the women's slope style uh, in the freestyle skiing was on today. It was gold to Switzerland. Sarah Hoffen, she uh, beat a teammate, Mathilde Grimald. And uh, bronze, here's a, here's a story in itself too. Great Britain, Isabel Atkin uh, got another medal for the Brits. This is, the Br- this is Great Britain's First medal in the history of the Winter Olympics in the sport of skiing. Can you believe that, Jared Lubick, that they've never won a medal? Australia and New Zealand have won medals in alpine skiing before, but Great Britain haven't. So there you go. Great Britain, their very first ever Winter Olympic medal in the sport of skiing. Yeah, always a little bit behind the times, the Brits. Yeah, bloody hell. Um, (laughs) The Eagle 3 will be made on Isabel Atkin, clearly. Um, Good on you. Isabel there, uh, and uh, just in the uh, short track that I did uh, mention, uh, as I said, I went over those medals, of course, before we'll update you on the skeleton and the ski jumping, should it come to hand. The medal tally as of right now, uh, Germany still no medals, they've uh, two days in a row, but they're still well out on top. Nine gold, two silver, four bronze, 15 in total. Norway still second, seven gold, eight silver, six bronze, 21. Netherlands, uh, actually they've swapped places, haven't they? Uh, six gold, five silver, two bronze, 13. Canada slip up into fourth. Good job, Canada. They've had America. That's what we want. Five gold, five silver, five bronze, five, five, five. It's the, uh, American phone number. Uh, they're on 15 medals in total, the Canadians. The US dropped back to fifth, five gold, two silver. Two bronze, that's the top five. The host, South Korea, are now in three gold and two silver. They're currently in ninth place. Australia, we are in 18th position with two silver and a bronze. Still ahead of Britain. Good to see. Um, Britain on the two bronze there. 
uh, just there. So uh, other Australian results uh, that we didn't mention outside, of course, of uh, David Morris, uh, who, as I said, is through to the final of the men's aerials tomorrow night. Greta Small, 31st uh, time of 124.09 in the uh, Super G uh, there. Um, great great to see her reaction. Again, I don't know if you saw her interview afterwards. She was in tears. I mean, she basically hadn't skied in two years, picked it up again a few months ago. Um, and she, like typical Australian, she was just like, yeah, my goal was to be within three seconds of gold, and I achieved that. Um, so that's that's a positive. And, yeah, she was in tears after the race, so I got a new Greta Small. I, I enjoyed seeing that. Uh, Brendan Kerry ended up in 21st place in the uh, figure skating. Um, that was in the free skating section of that, of course. Uh, overall, uh, he ended up finishing in 20th, if my uh, position here is correct in what I am looking at right there. Um, uh, Dave Morris, as I said, is through to the final. I've said that about 300 times. Uh, Deanne Lockett, uh, made it through to the semi-finals of the 1500 meters, was in a good position for a large portion of that, but sadly she crashed out on the last lap, uh, and did not make it even through to the B final, sadly for her. Um, and currently in the women's skeleton, Jackie Narricott was 17th after her third run. Uh, so we'll keep an eye out on where she ends up in that, and hopefully for Jackie, uh, she might be able to gain a couple of other places when it comes to that as well. Um, just so I go over all the Canadian ones here, uh, Valerie Griner was 23rd in the Super G, Candace Crawford 29th uh, for her there. Uh, the Biathlon, uh, there were no Canadians in that one. Uh, the cross-country skiing relay, Canada placed 13th and 2nd last. They will be disappointed with that. Uh, in the figure skating, Patrick Chan dropped down to ninth. He was thinking I was in about fifth or fourth, wasn't he, yesterday, or third? I can't remember. He was higher than that. Um, and Keegan Messing uh, was twelfth in that one as well. Uh, in the uh, men's errors, I went over the Canadians in that one, did I not? Yes, I did. In the um, ski... No, that was the women's errors. I don't know what I'm doing here, Jared. you think I would uh, be used to this by now. Um... There were a few other uh, Canadians going on in the uh, short track, including our man Charles Hamlin, who, um, you know, you'd want a Canadian to win the gold. You'd want one of our off-the-podium guests to do it. Sadly, no, it was the other one. So the off-the-podium curse continues. Uh, I think David Morris is basically it, and uh, Andy Jung, if he can do it in the 500 metres coming up, of course, uh, as well. Uh, we went over the short track in that one, and the skeleton, as we said, is basically ongoing. And bad news, we watched one of the ones I did watch today, and we'll get into that now, what we did watch. Uh, I watched Canada versus Czech Republic in the men's ice hockey. A tight, tight game. Uh, went into a shootout uh, after it was tied 2-0, and sadly, Canada fell to the Czech Republic uh, in the, uh, the men's ice hockey. So, once again, these uh, unknowns of the men's tournament um, are rearing their heads at the moment. Just nobody sort of sure how this is going to play out. Uh, but shades of 1998 for ice hockey fans when the Czech Republic beat Canada in the semi-finals, of course, back in Nagano, uh, with you know players like uh, Wayne Gretzky on the team, the first time NHL players are allowed. So in Group A, Canada currently sitting in second place, one point behind the Czech Republic. Um, so uh, they they should still uh, make the quarters. Uh, direct quarter qualification, of course. Uh, we'll see how that plays out there. Um, and, uh, there were some other games in that today. Switzerland just beat South Korea 8-0. Um, uh, bit of a close one, that one. Um, good to see the Koreans being competitive. <laughs> being a bit mean there. The quarterfinals, I will just say, of the women's tournament, uh, were on today. 
Um, good news if you're from uh, the Olympic athletes of Russia or Finland. Uh, you are both through to the semi-finals. Switzerland uh, went down 2-6 to the Olympic athletes from Russia and Finland 7-2 over their traditional rival Sweden. So bad day for Mallory there as both her Swiss and Sweden uh, fans went out. So the semi-finals are happening in a couple of days. Canada will take on the Olympic athletes of Russia and the US will take on Finland. So I look forward to watching the bronze medal match between Finland and the Olympic athletes of Russia and hopefully Canada can repeat their performance um, when it comes to that match. And some curling results. Jared, I know you're keen to know what's happening in the curling. You're just going, Ben, come on, hurry up. I want to know what's happening in the curling. I've been waiting for this all day. Uh, I can tell you that once I get to this part, I can tell you that uh, South Korea, this is in the men, South Korea 11 over Great Britain 5. Uh, Switzerland 7 over Norway 5. And the party pants were back. I don't know if you saw them, Jared. Um, Sweden 5 over Canada 2. What's going on with Canada curling? They need an inquiry into this. They're starting to choke. They peaked at the mixed doubles. Uh, and Japan 6 over Italy 5. So uh, currently the standings uh, in the curling see Sweden on top. They are undefeated. Uh, Canada still in second position. Switzerland 3rd. Japan in 4th. Um, and for our Danish listeners, you're currently in seventh place in that one. Uh, in the women's curling today, uh, I can tell you that Canada finally broke through for a win. 11-3 over their traditional American rivals. Uh, what a steamed history there is in, uh, USA versus Canada curling. Um, and I don't have results here. Britain against Korea, Denmark, China, Japan, Olympic athletes from Russia. I think those uh, games are currently on. As we speak. All right, now that that's done with, Jared, uh, what did you watch today? Not a whole lot today. I got a little bit fed up with with Channel 7, and it was very kind of disorientating. I didn't know if what I was watching was live or it already happened. I just assumed that it probably had already happened, being Channel 7. Um, saw most of the... Uh, what do you call that event on the skis going down the hill, but not the... Slope Super G... That's the one, the, the slope one. Slope style, yes. Slope style, lots of the slope style. Um, bits and pieces of, of the figure skating, of course, saw uh, Brendan Carey a couple of times in that. Uh, and then caught the tail end of the uh, aerials. Well, yeah, I pretty much watched the same as you. Um, I didn't actually see the slope style. Uh, I saw a bit of the figure skating, watched the ice hockey, as I mentioned. Um, saw some of the short track. Um, but yeah, main, my main focus is the aerials. Really, I mean, I'll get to my frustrations with Channel 7 again, because um, I had a lot of likes on my tweets tonight. I was uh, quite honoured by that. Um, but I think we'd go straight into the athlete that I've already given mine. It's Esther Ledecker. Uh, do you have any anyone different? Are you going with Esther? you want to go with anyone else? Uh, from this small portion of events that I saw today, I'm going to have to go with the Belarusians in that second qualification uh, of the aerials, just because um, the first one, uh, Maxim Kostik, I don't know if you saw him uh, miss out and then chuck his skis into the fence and, and, and kind of walk off. And then <laughs> we had the, the other one, Anton, who also missed out. And then uh, they were trying to kind of usher him, the volunteers, and he just wasn't having a bar of it. And he just walked up off the hill, off into the distance. Oh, just very, very... Very be- Belarusian. They're all the same, aren't they? They all look the same. Good, lo- good losers that group. Yeah, uh, I like the. Um, I think it might have been Nikton from the Olympic athletes from Russia. 
Um, he didn't make it, and he kind of just, like, took his skis off and sat down on the side in this little, like, you know, tuft of snow that was sitting near the fence. Uh, like, he was just, it was just like he was just rethinking his life. It was like sad Keanu Reeves meme. Uh, you know, there's going to be sad, uh, Stanislav Nitkin memes, uh, going crazy. Um, yeah, Channel 7, look, I don't really have any commentary things for it today, but look, I switched over, uh, I think it was about, oh, 7 o'clock or whatever, and they decided to have, let's show the highlights of week one of the Pyeongchang 2018 Olympics. Now, Jared, I, I, I don't think you caught it, but if you, are from somebody who's knowledgeable in Channel 7's coverage of the Winter Olympics, what what would you assume the highlights would be of Channel 7's first week of the Winter Olympics? Oh, um, I mean, it's got to be that Matt Graham silver a hundred times. <laughs> um, Jared Hughes silver, the Scotty James bronze. Uh, and then, I mean, what else do they even show apart from that? Is there anything else to highlight? That's all that I saw for the first week. I honestly think that uh, that you're correct on all three of those. Uh, but I think the other 50% was shown of was just how amazing Sean White is. Because Sean White won the gold, Jared. Uh, he won the gold. He sat down with Hamish. They showed basically the whole interview with him again. And they just happened to subtly mention that he's coming to Sydney and that Channel 7 will be showing that later on. So just subtle references. Um, mm-hmm. that a few nice little montages, none of the hair ones, sadly, we don't have any horses or hairs with you know, but we had a, a nice one of Frank Sinatra with That's Life, everyone crashing and falling, that was kind of entertaining, we had a nice slow-mo one with, you know, emotional moments, which was pretty good, um, but, uh, I also, uh, enjoyed the catch-ups with Keno and Breno and, you know, talking with them on there about their moments, uh, I enjoyed Edwina's, you know, hilarious comedy with Hamish, which included a nice little cutaway of uh, her uh, standing by the snow and Hamish McLaughlin by a fake little fire. And they had the subtitles underneath the split screen that said, Cold, Warm. And oh, I was in stitches, Jared. It was hilarious. Mm. Um, you think they could have worked in a reference to Australian Spartan there with the two of them together? Oh, just... Can we, like, legitimately... I was reading through the tweets at this point because let's establish that at the point they're deciding to show this, there is at least, like, six live events happening as we, like, do this. And, you know, I realise there's going to be the people, again, as always, who are going to be like, oh, if you want to watch it, watch the app. Okay, fair enough, I understand that. But at the same time, this is a national broadcast, and they're hosting the Olympics. They should be spending $170 million to the rights just to make you go download an app. Uh, you know, not everybody has an app, or a tablet, or this, or that, or everything else. Um, I, I tweeted out my frustration, uh, three very angry tweets, I got 13 likes on one, I got nine on one, and nine on another, um, and I, I, there's some great other tweets that were happening at the same time, I'm trying to see if I can find some of the, uh, the more tamer ones, um, that were going on, um, Simon Haidcock at Seven Olympics. You're not fooling anyone with your live mega wall. Got the speed skating men's final on there, of which I just watched, actually live about 15 minutes ago. Continues to be the worst coverage of the Winter Olympics ever. Uh, yep, that's a fair enough assessment of that. Uh, what else is there going on? Uh, Louis at Louis BB10 at Seven Olympics. Can you stop with the bit where we watch a race jump run, then it crosses back to the studio for 30 seconds where the presenter recaps what we literally just watched and th- then throw back to the sport? Such an annoying waste of time. Uh, <laughs> Pete Dot Askian. The problem with looking at Twitter during the Olympics is that you see results of events several days before Seven Olympics broadcast them on their live and free service. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is so true. Uh, great comments here about Dave Morris. Yes, we know. He gave a fantastic interview. Um, uh, Squish Bits at Squishalicious. Uh, there's one for everybody to follow at home. Mmm, the snow jumping is long finished. The speed skating final is live. Which is this godforsaken channel showing? Yep, you guessed right. Hashtag 7 Olympics. Uh, <laughs> what else have we got going on here? Um, oh, they're giving uh, Jackie Cooper a bit of a spray there. I, I like Jackie Cooper. She's one of the few highlights for it there. I actually, here's a, here's a bit of a thing for you, Jared. I was, um, flicking through some of my old coverages of some of the Olympics and I just happened to have a bit of a check on the, um, the Sochi coverage that Channel 10 had. And, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Stephen Lee, who used to do the expert comments back in the day on Channel 7's, uh, Winter Olympics coverage, but he was involved in the scheme. God, he sounds amazing. So expert, so good. Uh, you know, obviously had Bradbury back doing it. You know, I'm not taking away from Jackie Cooper. I'm enjoying Jackie Cooper, but Alyssa Camplin obviously, uh, did some coverage. I think she also did back at Channel 9. Uh, but I remember back, uh, during Vancouver, people complained about Eddie Maguire and James Brayshaw's commentary. I would take them a hundred times over over the crap that we've been getting during Channel 7. Can I just point that out? I mean, oh my God. That's the one thing that I'm looking forward to about these Olympics being over is that I can actually stop watching Channel 7. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at least people know who Eddie Maguire is. Yeah, well, exactly. And like, okay, say what you will about Eddie Maguire, but the man does his research and knows what he's talking about. He comes into like everything with statistics. He's, he's kind of got a Bruce McAvaney about him that he brings you random stats that are actually quite entertaining. I love Basil Zemplis, but you know, again, it's just basically every single reference. Oh, and here's a Swiss skier whose idol is Roger Federer, who of course became number one in the world today. Get over the tennis, Basil! <laughs> like, just, I love you, Basil, but get over it! Australia's uh, summer of tennis, tennis coming to you in ten months' time. Oh my God! Um, yeah, this is just so much to go on here uh, with Channel 7's woeful coverage. Woeful, woeful, woeful. Um, let's see here. Oh, here's another one here. Just quickly, Steve at Steve's out. Seven Olympics, Channel 7, you've said that today's the busiest day of the Winter Olympics. Why are you showing replays of Australian athletes days ago and fluff like the biggest falls? Can't we have some decent live coverage and cut out the crap? Wish we had BBC Olympics in Oz. <laughs> so true. They did advertise that yesterday, didn't they? The busiest day. Um, and yet they've taken half an hour to show... Uh, actually, it was more like an hour, let's be honest. Uh Anyway, um, I have not even prepared a Canadian My Name Is today. That's how, uh, that's how bad I have been. I wonder if, uh, do we have the gold medalist, uh, Mr. Samuel Gerard? Did he do a My Name Is? Let's see here if he did. Uh, he did. He's done one. And I don't know if Colin's already done this one, but we're going to do this one. Our newest gold medalist from Canada. Um, he's an outdoor enthusiast who loves camping in the forest. He's also a world-class short-track speed skater who will be part of Canada's team at Pyeongchang in 2018. All right. Hello, my name is Samuel Gerard, and I am Canadian. My favourite Olympic moment is Hen 5,000-metre relay winning at Vancouver. I'm guessing that's meant to be men, but it looks like Hen. Uh, if I could have any superpower, it would be Superman. I feel like we've done this one, haven't we? Yeah, d- definitely. Look further down the list. There's a, there's a great TV show. Oh, right. Okay. This is the one we've done. Games of Thrones. Damn it. Oh, see, I listen to Colin when he talks about things on this show. Um, all right. Can I, can I find another? My name is quickly. Um, I don't know how quickly I'm going to be here. 
let's see. The first one on the screen is Emily Clark, and I play hockey. Have we done her before? In as in read her things out. <laughs> Hello, my name is Emily Clark, and I'm Canadian. My favourite Olympic moment is 2014 Olympic women's hockey gold. As a kid, my favourite team was Philadelphia Flyers. Boo! If I could be any superhero, I would be Flash. To which they've included a trailer for The Flash on the CW. Uh, my favourite music artists are Khalid. If I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, it would be steak and potatoes. Uh, my favourite place to compete is anywhere in Canada. Um, sure. Uh, one thing I've always wanted to do is go to an Ellen DeGeneres show. <laughs> well... Um, you might just dance on ice and like lift your shirt up like underneath to have an Ellen t-shirt on or something if you score a goal. She'll invite you on. Uh, my favourite thing to do in the summer is go to my cabin with my family. My favourite movie is The Grinch. Uh, <laughs> they've included a trailer for How the Grinch Stole Christmas 1966. Uh, would that not be the Jim Carrey version, perhaps? Uh, Canada? I don't know. Uh, my favourite place to visit in Canada is Pentacon BC. Favourite cartoon to watch growing up was Scooby-Doo. If I had to do karaoke, I would sing Fast Car, Tracy Chapman. That's a classic. Uh, if you could choose to be an Olympian in any other sport other than your own, which sport would you choose? Halfpipe Snowboard. Draw a picture of one of your teammates. Please include their name. And she's drawn, like, a stick bottom half of a person with skates on it and says, Laura Stacy, too tall for her photo. Uh, draw a picture of yourself. She's drawn a very bad stick figure of herself holding a stick. Um, good for her. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning so much about our Canadian friends. All right, let's get ourselves prepped here, Jared. I, I don't know. Did any of us make this? I did not look at this all day today. Um, so I don't believe it's been updated. Oh, don't tell me that. They've uh, What have they done? Oh, there hasn't been updated. Oh, they're all from yesterday. I think, uh... Yeah. I think our admin friend's gone Not on break. He's having the weekend I think guy, public school, uh, broke the servers with the amount of messages yeah. that they sent. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, legitimately nothing that I can say here. There's one here from yesterday that I don't think we read. Dear Scotty, this is Scotty James, obviously, from Charlie and Victoria. Dear Scotty, good job. I really enjoyed your video. And we watched it and wrote about it. From Charlie Yakananda Primary School. Um, okay. Uh, Lily H., from Victoria to Scotty James. To Scotty James, good luck from Lily. Uh, yep. Jeff from Queensland yesterday to Bobsleigh. I love Bobsleigh. It's the best sport ever invented. It's a wonderful fast sport, which I love. Teeth emoji, teeth emoji, teeth emoji, teeth emoji. Smile. Oh, God, there's so many emojis in that fucking post. Um, Caden from South Australia to uh, Domi- Dominic Demshaw, uh, one of our uh, alpine skiers. You are awesome. That's it. Um, Valerie Halrath, New South Wales, to snowboard. So skilled and brave. Best Winter Olympic viewing yet. Amazing. <laughs> Obviously not watching Channel 7. Nope. Uh, Lisa and Anthony from Victoria uh, to Philip ben- Bellingham, of course, one of our uh, cross-country skiers. Go Phil and Callum, team. That's the team. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, we're going way back here. So, uh, judging on my list here, if I'm looking at my front page of this order, which I think we're still on track to, uh, cross everyone off, we've got three people to cross off of my front page. I feel like we should cross all these off. So we've got, uh, Snowboarder Kent Callister, we've got Freestyle Skier Rowan Chapman Davies, 
and uh, friend of the show's figure skater Kalani Crane. Are uh, you happy with those three today, Jared? Let's, yeah, sounds good. Let's see how we have a crack at this. Crack a lacquer. All right, let's start off with Kent Callister. I know you're a big Kent fan. Uh, joined the Callister Army. Uh, if I can find him, name here. There you are, Kenty boy. Uh, name Colin Hilding. Email colinhilding at canada dot com. Uh, overseas fan. Um, uh, snowboard, 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 snowboard? Question mark. <laughs> snowboard. Capital letters. Snowboard. Tongue face. <laughs> I cannot think of anything. <laughs> That's the most basically boring one we have ever done, but um, <laughs> why not? All right. Thank you, uh, Kent Callister. You are officially off my list. All right, let's go to freestyle skiing. Rohan Chapman Davies. So good, he has three names. Okay, let's do one from Davy Chapman Rohan. Pretty good. Uh, DCR at hotmail.com. Uh, Slick State, Queensland. Um, what's some ideas for this one? Um, I mean, we should probably tell him to make the switch to uh, snowboarding. <laughs> Given the success of Esther the other way around. You should, you should totally skip over to the snowboard snow snowboard moguls snowboarding moguls my man think of how good esther did uh, <laughs> how good is she esther did god how good is she i hope she's single and you can have a crack for me Oh, God. We are idiots. Um, it's late. It's been a long day. It's been a long day, folks. We've been two days without medals now. We're going to entertain ourselves somehow. Channel 7 haven't been. Um, all right. Let's, I feel like we need to be nice here to Kalani. Uh, you know she's not going to win a medal because she's been on the show. Um, name, Tonya Harding. Uh, <laughs> Tonya at hotmail.com. Uh, overseas fan, uh, want me to whack anyone for you? You tell me who and it's done. But hey, it wasn't me, okay? It was Margot Robbie. Done. Uh, I really would like to actually have them accidentally just slip one through. Just like, oh shit, we posted one there. Um, alrighty. Thank you, Australian Olympic Committee, for having such a fun website for us to, uh, make fun of. As always, if you at home want to send a fan message to your favourite Australian Olympian, uh, pyeongchang2018.olympics.com.au, I feel like I don't ever tag that, uh, but you can do that and you can be as cool as us. Um, just quickly before we look ahead to day nine, I just wanted to have a quick little, uh, news story here, a little fun one that I saw here, Jared, I don't know if you caught it, uh, that Finland, uh, in between their events, are knitting little squares to help them cope with stresses of competition. This is an article on Olympic.org. 50 members of the Finnish athlete and coaching contingent are using their downtime in between training and competing to make small knitted squares 
to help them relax. The snowboard coach, Antti Koskinen, who was spotted using his needles at the top of the slope-style course, uh, said, It has become something of a hobby for me. I do it every four years. It's a nice Finnish thing. It means no unnecessary chit-chat is needed. That is very Finnish. They don't like to talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, my goodness, this is this is a thing. I mean, how are Finland doing on the medal tally? They've only won a couple of bronzes, haven't they? Uh, three bronzes, to be precise. So, um, you know, is this is this something New Zealand need to take up, maybe, and they can, uh, you know, triple their their zero count or something like this? Yeah, New Zealand should work on those uh, Scooby things with the um, <laughs> what are they even made of wires or whatever that you kind of. <laughs> Twist together. Yeah, those things. Yes, yes. It's been a long time since I've seen those. That's a good point, actually. Um, I just that was a fun little story. I like that there. Uh, I'm just looking at the uh, skeleton, which has just finished, and I can tell you the German streak of two days in a row without medals has been beaten, has ended, because they have gotten the. Bronze medal, Jacqueline Lowling uh, has gotten the bronze. Silver, Canada's Elizabeth Vazje. Vazje? Elizabeth got the silver for Canada. And it's gold for the Brits. Oh, no, they're ahead of us. Lizzie Yarnold took the gold for Britain uh, in the skeleton. My goodness, we know the Brits have lots of skeletons in their closets. Maybe that's why they do well uh, in events like this. But uh, the duck's over. Britain's gotten a gold. Oh, shit. No pressure on you tomorrow, David Morris. Uh, good result here for the Brits, though, Jared. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think Jackie will be a little bit disappointed that uh, she hasn't done quite as well as her partner, uh, Dom Parsons. But um, I'm sure he'll be lo- lording that over her in-, in the Parsons household. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed there. Um, and just on that, Jackie, 17th. So um, she did make... Uh, well, it's a bit hard not to make the top 20. There's only 20 competitors in the field. Uh, but Nigeria's Simadel Adagabu was last, and that was Nigeria's first ever appearance in the Winter Olympics. So uh, congratulations there to uh, Simadella for, for finishing off there. The ski jumping is still ongoing, uh, so we don't have results for you at the time of recording this. I can let you know, though, right now uh, that it has just started, the final round. So um, no one jumped yet. Uh, after the first uh, set of jumps, Poland's Kamit Stock was beating Michael Haybock of Austria and Andreas Wellinger of Germany. Uh, no Canadians. Actually, no, there is one Canadian. Mackenzie Boyd Klaus was 23rd after the first jump, and obviously no Australians in it because Australians have never competed in ski jumping before in their entire lives. So, uh, day nine is upon us. We are into another Sunday. Uh, five, six medal events happening tomorrow. Uh, we've got the men's giant slalom and the alpine skiing. Uh, I'm just going to call it right now uh, that my prediction is nobody because I can't actually see any competitors if I click on that one. That's a bad way of making a joke. Uh, the biathlon men's mass start is on tomorrow. The 4x10-kilometer relay in the cross-country is on. Uh, the freestyle skiing, obviously the men's aerials is on, and the men's slope style happens tomorrow. And in the speed skating, it's a crash and bash, the women's 500 metres. That's always an exciting one to watch. The Koreans will be uh, hoping to uh, have a bit of a crack in that one. In the giant slalom, I will mention that uh, two of our men that we've already talked a lot about this week, Dominic Demshar and Harry Laidlaw, finally get their crack in the alpine skiing. 
Um, there will also be uh, Heats of the Bobsleigh tomorrow. Uh, they were just the middle events I went over. I'll go over the non-middle events in a second. But uh, two Aussies, of course, in the two-man, Lucas Matter and David Murray. So I always get excited for the bobsled. Um, the slope style qualifications and all the slope styles happening tomorrow. Russ Henshaw in that one. And as we've gone over, David Morris in the aerials. Other events happening tomorrow that don't necessarily have medals uh, at the end of it, as I said, bobsleigh starts tomorrow. Curling continues tomorrow. Ice hockey continues tomorrow with group stages of the men's and, uh, there'll be the fifth, eighth place semi-finals of the women's tournament. And, uh, also in the, uh, speed skating, uh, this is long track, I should say, not short track, uh, the 500 meters, but, uh, the qualification for the men's team pursuit will be happening in the speed skating tomorrow. And I do believe, and yes, they are, New Zealand, are in that uh, tomorrow, <laughs> Jared. Uh, there's actually only eight teams in the men's team pursuit. Uh, it's a knockout format. Uh, so Norway will play New Zealand in the first round of the quarterfinals. Good luck, New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what, are, what are your chances there for the New Zealand speed skating team to knock off the Norwegians? Ooh, um, 10 to 1, surely. 10 to 1, yep. Well, if they get through, they've only got to face off against the Italians in the South Korea. They've got the easy half of the draw. Uh, the Canadians, unfortunately, they've been drawn against Japan. They get through Japan. They, uh, will have to play off against probably the Dutch, because the Dutch will be up against Americans. Uh, the Dutch hold the world record and they also hold the Olympic record. So good fucking luck there, uh, USA and Canada and that side of things. Uh, strange things have happened. Who knows? Uh, but we are looking forward to that. Another day happening. Remember to like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter by using the hashtag off the podium. And uh, anything else in between that you want to send us, say good day, say hello, uh, do what you like. Uh, we like to bag along Channel 7 with you as well. So uh, by all means, get involved. Jared, always a pleasure, mate. Thank you for joining us once again. Yeah, it's been fun. Fingers crossed that Australia can uh, hang on to that top 20 in the medal tally. And we're crossing everything for David Morris to land something good, bring home another medal, get us off the three-medal duck. And get us onto our record fourth medal and make it a gold, David. Make it a gold. No pressure. Break off the podium curse as well. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for your company. And we'll speak to you then. A good night.